Welcome to Math Theater's History Science Theater Podcast, where we use musical theater to inspire excitement about math and science. This is an eight-episode season inspired by the career of chemist and X-ray crystallographer Rosalind Franklin. If this is your first time joining us, start at episode one. Mystery Science Dear Mum and Father, Thank you for your loving care and attention these past months. I trust you understand that relocating to Francis and Odile Crick's home is out of a desire not to further impose. Given that I am to be physically out of sorts for a long while, I think it best to spread my misery to diverse company. And speaking of arduous decisions, I know this sounds morbid, but I must prepare for the possibility that I won't fully recover. As my executors, you should know that I have decided to make my lab partner, Aaron Klug, my principal beneficiary. In the event of my passing, he is to receive £3,000 and my car. I won't glaze your eyes with too many scientific details, but our virus research is picking up quite ahead of steam and I intend to ensure he stays here to carry it forward no matter what. Without more money, he and his family may have to return to South Africa, and England will lose a gifted scientist. Now, enough of that talk. I'm only 37, so there's no reason to think I won't recover. Thank you again for the cozy bed and motherly soup. All my love, for all time, Ross. Rosalind! You're back! Hello, Aaron. Sorry I was away for so long. It was unavoidable. Thank you for looking after the lab. How are you feeling? Can I get you anything? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, What about the technicians? Uh, Should I have them fetch you some water or a sandwich or something? I'm fine. Thank you. What about a chair? We can get you a chair and... Space! You can all get me some space. Space! She needs some space! Everybody back off and give her some space! Aaron? Rosalind? Where's the tobacco mosaic model? We, we had to move it to a bigger room. That five-foot giant was getting too big. Show me, please, Aaron. Of course. So, how did chemotherapy go? I'd like to get that model finished. Oh. Wonderful! You got the polystyrene molds. Uh, the ladies at the hat shop couldn't believe I wanted 250 foam display heads. Nor did they believe me when I said they were to represent protein subunits. Well, these certainly put us ahead of the game. Let's get to work attaching them. Um, Rosalind? I'm fine, Aaron. Just help me, would you? Of course. I'll grab an extra ladder. What in heaven's name is that? Francis Crick, doesn't your type ever knock? You forgot your lunch when you left our house this morning. Odile wanted to make sure you got it. Sorry to barge in on you, Rosalind. I know you said you're feeling well now, but, well, I want to make sure you kept your energy up. You're a dear, Odile. Thank you both for taking such good care of me. That's what friends are for. 
Not all my friends would feed me and nurse me and let me sleep in the bed for weeks while they take the sofa. You are hardly a bother. Also, there's a thermos marked poliovirus. Crystallized poliovirus. It's our newest subject. How long does it have to live next to our ice trays? Until our new lab gets built. Oh, good. You're finally getting a new lab. Outside Cambridge, thanks to you, Francis. Uh, yes. So exactly how long does a poliovirus need to live in our freezer with all our food? Right. Sorry, I'll... I'll send it over to my mother's. Ahem. You didn't tell me you were expecting visitors. Oh, Aaron Klug. Meet Francis and Odile Crick. I know who you are, Crick. Why are you glaring at me? Why is he glaring at me? Down, Klug. Francis is a friend. Since when? Since Jim Watson ran back to America. Have you heard anything from him lately? He's been pretty uncompanionable since my interview with Scientific American. Watson's not good at sharing the spotlight. He's a, a great scientist, but some of his ideas are frankly unfounded. Well, you gave a nice interview. Congratulations. Thank you. But as much as I like your model, the question is still, how, how will you, you prove, prove it? it? Oh, you too. You should see them, Mr. Klug. Francis won't publish a paper without consulting Rosalind. And vice versa. And she's so patient about explaining the work to me. Are you not a scientist, Mrs. Crick? Oh, no. I am an artist. You know, once I asked James Watson a question about science at a cocktail party. Apparently, he found my question humorously uninformed, and he never let me forget it. It's nice to have a colleague of Francis who doesn't patronize, and she can stay with us as long as she needs, Rosalind. I'm impressed, Franklin. I'd hold a mighty grudge against this fellow if I were you. There's no reason to, Aaron. Crick is a great scientist, and he's become a great friend. So, I ask again, what in heaven's name are you two building? It's a model of the tobacco mosaic virus. A model. A model? A model. A model for the Brussels World's Fair. That would explain the unnecessary size. And a single helix. A single helix. And what are these white bulbs on the outside? The protein subunits. Also hat models. Very helpful, Klug. But the inside is hollow. Where's the RNA? Everyone knows the tobacco mosaic virus has RNA. It's embedded between the proteins. See how the proteins have a groove on the inside? You mean the neck on the head? The groove on the protein subunit. The RNA winds up through it like a twisting thread. How did you figure that out? Sounds like a leap of imagination to me. Yes, Crick, but also the data. Always the data. I'd show it to you, but you might run off and build your own model. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow. Uh, excuse me, I'm looking for Dr. Franklin. Francis Crick! Gosling! Oh, I've missed you. Hello, Mr. Gosling. That's Dr. Gosling to you, Mr. Crick. Uh, some people do finish their PhDs, dear. Oh, everyone, leave it. What's got your trousers in a knot, Gosling? I don't know. Maybe a little business around you and Watson and Wilkins all pushing out my thesis advisor. 
You know they never assigned me anyone else after you left, Dr. Franklin. Yet you still got your PhD. You're a rising star, Dr. Gosling. King's College doesn't think so. As soon as I graduated, it was ta-ta, Gosling. They really have a hard time keeping talent, don't they? Klug, do you think we have an opening here? If you recommend him, I think we just may. So what are you doing here, Gosling? I'm sure it wasn't to chew the fat with Crick. I heard that you... Uh, I mean, I thought that you... Well, they said that you... Had ovarian cancer. (gasps) What? It's true. You're always so direct, Dr. Franklin. And you're always so thoughtful, Dr. Gosling. Is that a basket of oranges for me? Well, yes. Come here, Gosling. I'm so proud of you. Can anyone eat an orange? Not until the model is done. Everyone grab a protein subunit. You mean foam head? Protein subunit and start impaling them on our helix. There she is. Vittorio Luzzati? Bonjour, Mademoiselle Franklin. What? No hug? Is it too improper for you British? For the British, maybe. But for you, mon ami, jamais. Mm. Madame Vey couldn't make the journey, but she sent her warmest regards. And Maring? Hasn't changed a bit. He sends his love. So this is the dump you left France for. Hey! And this must be the infamous TMV virus. You think this model's big enough? I wanted to make sure you could see it without your glasses. Congratulations on your seven publications last year. I liked six of them. That's two more than I liked of yours. (laughs) (laughs) I missed you, Franklin. I missed you too, Luzzati. What are you doing in London? You know, work. Conferences, presentations... Adventure planning. Where to next? You tell me. But I was thinking back to South America. I took the liberty of buying you a book. A Traveler's Guide to Caracas. Given your condition, I might keep up with you this time. Oh, given your age, I sincerely doubt it. I'm younger than you. You don't act like it. Because I have sophistication. Oh, is that what people call it nowadays? Oh! Hmm... <gasps> <gasps> Rosalind? Here. Lean on me, dear. Did you have to get us so riled up? I'm fine, everyone. Please, I'm... I'm fine. I'm sorry, Rosalind. Don't be sorry. I'm looking forward to visiting Caracas. Why is everyone standing around? This model isn't going to build itself. You too, Luzzati. Grab a protein subunit. She means foam head. And get to work! Dr. Franklin! Oh, no one told me you snuck back into work. Cheney Mac, it's crowded in here. Oh, hello, Banal. I was trying to keep a low profile. You can see how well that worked. Well, you've got quite the team going here. An all-star cast, no less. That's quite a compliment, coming from you. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if there were more than a few future Nobel laureates in this room. I should hope so. It's my dying wish. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
Well, Banal, are you going to gab all day or help us work? Here, take a foam head. Protein subunit. Klug, please don't cry on the model. Gosling, that goes for the rest of you too. And don't stop building. I haven't got all... I'd just like it finished in time for the World's Fair. Say, how many X-ray crystallographers does it take to build a model? How many? Hard to say. They all tend to scatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but really, look at all these X-ray crystallographers. Ahem. And wife and friend of X-ray crystallographers. We're all just lucky to work with the best, Franklin. Your images are among the most beautiful X-ray photos of any substance ever taken. Flattery won't get you anywhere, Benal. But seriously, what a funny work we do. How so, Dr. Franklin? We scatter beams of light toward a scientific goal. Extrapolating structures such as viruses or coal. Like mapping out a house by peeking through the front keyhole. Adjust our angles and repeat till our image is complete. Examining a structure like a molecule or a friend requires different points of view to see the data trend. One may not ever know a life, even at its end. Is self-knowledge illusion, or a foregone conclusion? There are infinite ways to tell someone's story. A biographer's gaze could be gloomy or full of glory. Who really knows me? What will be my legacy? When they do calculations through history's alchemy. Watson saw her as a threat and Wilkins undermined her. Neither mustered courtesy whenever they describe her. She taught me how to be direct and always be precise. But others saw those qualities as cold as frozen ice. Adventurous and brave and argues out of pure compassion. A pity that the English don't perceive her sense of fashion. A thoughtful friend and confidant, generous and kind. Though no one's wife or mother, she's a model of the mind. A colleague and collaborator, master of x-rays. With brilliant work that stands among the finest of the day. We're proud to work beside her and to let her lead the way. Rosalind Franklin, what will history say? There are infinite ways to tell someone's story. 
How to remember such a lion of the laboratory An overlooked woman Or a genius pioneer Let history treasure Her sensational career Life moves on with changing rules To map the shape of molecules To analyze and almost touch A person with a complex structure X-ray crystallography I'm Rosalind Franklin, this is my biography X-ray crystallography In the 20th century Music never was my thing But that's my spirit sing. This has been the season finale of History Science Theater Podcast by Math Theater. Script by Ricky Coates and Sadie Bowman. Music and lyrics by Sadie Bowman. Ricky Coates edited and engineered all eight episodes, and the piano music was played manually by Sadie Bowman. The History Science Theater logo was designed by Jason Grigsby. This episode featured Kay Brian Neal as Aaron Klug, Joe McMorrow as Francis Crick, Rosalie Norris Gutman as Odile Crick, Jeffrey Scott Parsons as J.D. Bernal, Alex Schillinger as Raymond Gosling, Ricky Coates as Vittorio Luzzati, and Sadie Bowman as Rosalind Franklin. You can hear more of Rosalie Norris Gutman's beautiful voice in Math Theater's sister project, I Can Has Math, available at icanhasmath.bandcamp.com. Rosalind Franklin died of ovarian cancer in 1958 leaving behind 19 scientific papers on coal and carbons, five papers on DNA, and 21 papers on viruses, for a total of 45 scientific papers that continue to shape our scientific understanding of the world. To learn more about the real history, science, and people in this podcast, we recommend two of the books we used as major sources. Rosalind Franklin, The Dark Lady of DNA by Brenda Maddox, and My Sister Rosalind Franklin by Jennifer Glynn. Season 2 of History Science Theatre Podcast is coming, and we're commissioning script proposals. If you are a writer with an idea for a script that tells a story of a scientist, mathematician, or major concept or discovery from math and science history, we want to hear from you. Black and Indigenous writers of color with script proposals featuring main characters of color are especially encouraged to apply. Email sadie at mattheater.com for more information. Stay tuned in the meantime because we'll be releasing an audio version of Curie Me Away, our live stage show based on the science and life of Marie Curie, right here on this podcast channel as an interstitial bonus season coming soon. And now that you've listened all the way to the end of our first season, could you do us a favor? 
please share something you learned, something that piqued your curiosity or a perspective that shifted for you from listening to this show by using the review function on your podcast stream. Reviews and five-star ratings really help us find new listeners, so it would mean the world to us if you'd write just a little something about something you learned from this show. Math Theater uses live theater to tell stories that inspire excitement about math and science. Find us at www.maththeater.com, also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as of now, and Patreon. Mystery Science Theater!